Dear students, today we will look at In Memory of W.B. Yeats written by W.H. Auden. <coughs> I think uh, you should all open the text file of the poem and look at the poem while we discuss this poem. I shall not say much about the poet. You should find more details about the poet and paste it at the uh, or in the comment section. Um, with regard to this poem, as you have seen in the text, this is a three-part poem that is further divided into stanzas of different lengths. The first part of the poem contains six stanzas, the second has only one stanza and the third again has six stanzas. And uh, there is no uh, rhyme scheme in the first two parts of the poem, but in the third, there is. Okay. And uh, the third part is also in the elegiac form. And uh, maybe that's why there is a rhyme scheme. And the rhyme scheme is AA, BB, CC, DD, and so on. The first part of the poem creates an image of what it was like when Yeats was dying. Okay. The... Uh, uh, or it uh, addresses the last days of Yeats's life and what it was like right after he died. And Auden speaks on the laws and how it impacted or didn't impact the world. The second section is addressed to the poet himself and it is uh, directed at the uh, poet Yeats himself uh, through a second person speaker. And the third is in the uh, style of a traditional elegy uh, and uh, it also makes statements about what poetry can do for humankind, especially in the face of Second World War. Now look at uh, the poem In Memory of W. B. Yeats by W. H. Auden, September 1939. Section 1 He disappeared in the dead of winter. The brooks were frozen, the airports almost deserted, and snow disfigured the public statues. The mercury sang in the mouth of the dying day. What instruments we have agree the day of his death was a dark, cold day. So, in the very first line, we get a double image of death, that is winter and death, the dead of winter. Okay. And... Everything in winter is frozen, dead and deserted. That's why the brooks are frozen, the airports almost deserted. And the speaker also describes a chilling scene where the snow uh, has disfigured the public statues. And uh, Auden has also uh, shown how human beings are unable actually uh, to accurately measure the day or any day. Okay, here uh, the poet also speaks about nature's ability to move on without fully comprehending something that has happened. Okay, and that's what the poet feels about the passing of the uh, day of Yeats's death. So the instruments are inadequate to uh, measure uh, the value of uh, a person's life okay 
and they sometimes show the temperature of death. Anyway, the instruments say that the day of his death was a dark, cold day. And by starting off the poem with this cold, dead atmosphere, Odin is setting scene to speak about Yeats's death. Now let us look at the next lines. Far from his illness, the wolves ran on through the evergreen forests. The peasant river was untempted by the fashionable quays. By mourning tongues, the death of the rich was kept from his poems. Here you can see life moves on even if the uh, poet has died. Okay, even if this uh, great man is dead, life moves on. The wolves ran on through the evergreen forest. Okay, and the peasant river was untempted by the fashionable quay. So uh, the peasant is untempted by the fashionable uh, people. Okay, so uh, maybe uh, these water bodies river and quays they are getting personified and by mourning tongues the death of the poet was kept from his poems so uh, when uh, we uh, go through the uh, poems of wbh we are not that much concerned about uh, the fact that this poet is dead we actually do not mourn about uh, the death of the poet okay we have already learned two poems by wbh for this semester and uh, we are not concerned whether the poet was dead or not. Now we shall continue. But for him it was his last afternoon as himself, an afternoon of nurses and rumours. The provinces of his body revolted, the squares of his mind were empty, silence invaded the suburbs, the current of his feeling failed, he became his admirers. So it was his last afternoon as himself, an afternoon of nurses and rumours. Now this is a very human picture of Yeats's death. And you can also see the provinces of his body revolted, the squares of his mind were empty, silence invaded the suburbs. Now this is how uh, Yeats's death is uh, described. Okay, Yeats's body at war with itself, his body revolted against itself. And there is the allusion to the architecture of a uh, city. Okay, the provinces, the squares of his minds, uh, the, uh, then uh, the suburbs. Okay, so these are all uh, alluding to the architecture of a city. So the city uh, moved on. Okay, anyway, uh, the squares were empty and there was silence in the suburbs, but it moved on. The current of his feeling failed. Okay, the flow of his feeling failed and he became his admirers. Now he lives only in the memory of his admirers or the people who read his poetry. Now he is scattered among a hundred cities and wholly given over to unfamiliar affections to find his happiness in another kind of wood and be punished under a foreign code of conscience. So now... Uh, his uh, memories are scattered among a hundred cities and we all read about uh, W.B. Yeats and we admire him and we interpret his poems according to our whims and fancies, according to our cultural uh, significance and uh, quotes. Okay. 
So that's why uh, here Auden says now he is scattered among a hundred cities and wholly given over to unfamiliar affections, to unfamiliar emotions. Maybe how an inter Indian would interpret or a Keralite would interpret W. B. Yeats' uh, poetry is uh, unknown to uh, Auden to find his happiness in another kind of food. So he has gone to find his happiness into in another kind of food. Maybe he has gone after his death to some other realm to find his happiness and be punished under a foreign code of conscience. Okay, so now he will be critiqued by a foreign code of conscience. And the words of a dead man are modified in the guts of the living. Probably one of the most important lines in this uh, poem. The words of a dead man are modified in the guts of the living. The guts of the living means the intestines of the living. Okay, so we are digesting the poems written by uh, W.P. Yeats and now in our guts, in our intestines, in our minds, uh, his poems will be or his words should be modified. But in the importance and noise of tomorrow, when brokers are roaring like bees on the floor of the boards, and the poor have sufferings to which they are fairly accustomed, and each in cell himself is almost convinced of his freedom, a few thousand will think of this day as one thinks of a day when one did something slightly unusual. So, uh, what will happen next? That is the concern here. The brokers, stockbrokers will be back to their work like a uh, like some roaring bees. So there's a simile there on the floor of the boards. Boards is a Paris version of Wall Street. Okay, where the stockbrokers would they will do commerce, and the poor have the sufferings to which they are fairly accustomed. The poor will also go back to their normal lives, and they will suffer as they have always uh, done. Okay, so they are accustomed to suffering and they will continue with their suffering. Okay, so there is a bleak picture of social life and each in the cell of himself is almost convinced of his freedom and we are all uh, locked up in a, uh, or maybe locked down in a lockup uh, and we think that we are all free. Okay, not only during this corona period, we are actually uh, locked in our own uh, individual jail cells. That's what uh, Auden feels, at least during this modern period. And still we think that we are free. Now this is the dirtiest of human predicaments. A few thousand will think of this day as one thinks of a day when one did something slightly unusual. Okay, when you uh, uh, remember a particular day, some people wait remember a particular day when they uh, think that they have done something unusual, something out of the ordinary. Okay, at least some people would think of this day as the day uh, when AIDS was uh, or AIDS uh, died. Okay, and what instruments we have agree the day of his death was a dark, cold day. Now, this line is repeated. So, this is a refrain. So, this, uh, this refrain appears uh, during the, uh, the first part of the, uh, or the, uh, the end of the first stanza. And now, it again, uh, again appears here uh, uh, during the last part of the first section. Okay. So, here uh, we can uh, need, uh, we can say that uh, the poet is re-emphasizing the need for different instruments to measure uh, the poet's death 
and also to uh, measure uh, the feelings associated with uh, the death of the poet. Uh, Auden feels that it is a dark, cold day and the instruments would uh, agree to it. Now, the second part of the poem uh, is only one stanza long and at the uh, beginning of this 10-line section, the poet transition from, uh, transitions from the third person to the second person. He addresses, he is calling him you. Okay, now let's look at the lines. You were silly like us. Your gift survived it all. The parish of rich women, physical decay, yourself, mad Ireland, hurt you into poetry. Here, the poet is alluding to uh, Easter and it's 16 written by W.B. Yeats himself, uh, which was uh, probably or, uh, alluding again uh, to uh, different uh, people and uh, maybe instances in W.B. Yeats's life. Okay, and I think you all should uh, write uh, a note on uh, the rich, uh, the parish of rich women and physical decay and yourself, all this alluding to uh, Easter 1916 in your notes. Okay, Mad Ireland hurt you into poetry. Okay, and Mad Ireland, Mad Ireland was mad with rage. Okay, it was uh, trying to gain freedom. Okay, there was some kind of freedom struggle. That's why the Easter revolution happened and many uh, good friends of uh, W.B. Yeats died. Okay, and sometimes they were enemies. Uh, because uh, one of them had actually uh, married Mountgoon, uh, who was one of the flames of uh, WB Yeats. Okay. And he uh, wrote the lines, A terrible beauty is born to describe about uh, the Easter Revolution. Okay. And it uh, appears as a refrain in Eastern 1916. So here, Mad Ireland hurt you into poetry. Okay. So uh, you were silly like us. Your gift survived it all. The gift of poetry, his uh, skill or talent for writing poetry survived it all. What uh, all things? The parish of rich women, physical decay and yourselves. Okay. While Mad Ireland hurt you into poetry. Now Ireland has her madness and weather still, for poetry makes nothing happen. It survives in the value of its making, where executives would never want to tamper, flows south from ranches of isolation and the busy griefs, raw towns that we believe and die in. It survives. A way of happening, a mouth. So Ireland is still in the same condition uh, as it's uh, would have found it while he was alive. Now Ireland has her madness and her weather still. So uh, Yeats's poetry has made no difference. Okay, the people of Ireland are still like that. For poetry makes nothing happen. It survives in the valley of its making where executives would never want to tamper. Tamper. Okay, so uh, poetry uh, uh, cannot uh, change anything in the world. It is not supposed to be uh, something which, is, which has to be wielded for change. It is meant to do something different, something more ephemeral. The poet speaks that poetry is like water. Okay, it should flow. Okay, it flows south from ranches of isolation and busy griefs. 
okay it enters into the ranches of uh, uh, it uh, flows from the ranches of isolation and busy days and poetry travels from uh, all these uh, places and it enters the raw towns that we believe and uh, die in okay so it uh, travels from place to place uh, trying to soothe the world uh, or those parts of the world which are normally left untouched it survives a way of happening a mouth okay now we shall go to the third section the third section begins with odin addressing the earth the part of the poem uh, takes the form of an elegy uh, written in dedication to uh, wb yes so uh, he is addressing uh, the earth first earth receive an honored guest william yeats is laid to rest let the irish vessel lie emptied of its poetry so this is the first time that william yeats uh, wb yeats is mentioned by name he was a vessel for his poetry uh, and now uh, that is all that remains it is an uh, an emptied vessel okay the uh, poetry uh, is not there in the vessel because the poet has died in the nightmare of the dark all the dogs of europe bark and the living nations wait each sequestered in its hate okay this section of the poem gives the reader uh, some more details about the poet's death it occurred in 1939 in the lead up to the second world war so a nightmare is on its way okay the nightmare is the second world war and all the dogs of europe bark at its approach and the living nations wait and the living nations wait okay each sequestered in its hate so the nations of the world are sequestered or separated from one another and they are now uh, having some kind of hatred for each other okay so this is a bleak picture of the world intellectual disgrace stares from every human face and the seas of pity lie locked and frozen in each eye the power that poetry once held to flow between the world seems lost okay so uh, now uh, the poetry cannot soothe the world or it cannot uh, try to bring about humanity uh, under the umbrella of peace okay intellectual disgrace stares from every face now poetry uh, brings only intellectual disgrace okay and what one uh, finds from every human face is only uh, stares of uh, intellectual disgrace and maybe even the seas of pity which lie locked and frozen in each eye so nothing pleasant is occurring at this time in the world and uh, there is political turmoil and uh, the nations are uh, now uh, trying to uh, what one up against each other and this might lead to the second world war so uh, this is a, a kind of an unpleasant picture that we uh, get here follow poet follow right to the bottom of the night with your unconstraining voice still persuade us to rejoice okay so here the speaker celebrates yet's ability to look into the bottom of the night with his unconstraining voice or his poetry so poetry was a tool that allowed him to see clearly it still has the power to uh, look clearly okay 
So follow poet, follow right to the bottom of the night. If you are unconstraining voice, so it is unconstrained. The poet can say anything. Still persuade us to rejoice. Maybe it will persuade us to rejoice in life. With the fr uh, farming of a verse, make a vineyard of the curse. Sing of human unsuccess in a rapture of distress. So, uh, with the framing of a verse, maybe even uh, Yeats can make a vineyard of the curse, that is the Second World War, or the curse of humanity, and sing of human unsuccess in a rapture of distress. So, Oden uses that dark image to suggest how Yeats would have uh, written about the state of the world during the Second World War. He would have sung about human unsuccess in a rapture of distress. So it is not in a, uh, a rapture of happiness that he would write, but in a rapture of distress. In the deserts of the heart, let the healing fountain start. In the prison of his days, teach the free man how to praise. So this is the idea of, again, poetry as something which flows, okay. In the deserts of the heart, let the healing fountain start. The fountain, the image of uh, a water body, which is a flowing, uh, free-flowing water body that is again given. Okay, let the fountain start. So the fountain of poetry should start in the hearts of men. And in the prison of his days, teach the free man how to praise. Now again, this poem, even though it uh, ends in an optimistic note, uh, there is this dark image of the human condition in the prison of his days. Okay, so life is a prison. And by spending time with poetry, and maybe uh, specifically with Yeats's poetry, one can learn how to praise or be hopeful. So thank you all for listening to this audio clip. I think you should all make notes for this poem and add more details. I have only touched upon the peripheral level of this poem. You should uh, dive deep and uh, try to find more details. You can use many resources in the internet and if possible you can get your hands on some books and uh, create notes and share it in your WhatsApp group. Thank you all again for listening to this clip.